All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Ain't no rules. There is no plan. No safety net. Yeah, baby. (laughs) The Three Nose Podcast. Oh, bitter patter. Let's get at her. Mm. Mine's not making noise. (laughs) You're not because it's not empty. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the Three Nose Podcast. I'm Jason. Uh, I'm Mike. How's it going, buddy? Uh, I, I'm doing doing good. Yeah. I'm on vacation. I'm on holiday. Oh, you're on vacation so, now, just no, officially. Yeah. Just no work. No, stay away from work. Although I might take a drive over there tomorrow just to check on the geese. Why? Because the, the mama, the, the the eggs might be hatching. Like they should have hatched like any time. So I want to see if there's any babies. You've never seen a baby goose before. Uh, Gary and Karen have struggled having surviving babies. Okay. So I'm rooting for them. Well, I'm blame, rooting for them. Blame I the feed, coyotes. I don't know what it is back there, but it, we're right well, next door to a junkyard. So who knows what critters are coming out? Coyotes, rats, <laughs> owls, seagulls, vicious bunnies. Vicious I've seen a bunny right around the nest. Carnivorous bunnies. Yep. Yeah, you know how vicious they can be. They can be. I saw what the movie. What are you once. doing? What are you doing? This is her spot. What are you? Well, there's a whole like. Get, get your ass up there. She's, she's getting old. Oh, you two are like fucking dream work. You're making the teamwork here. She's a princess. Why were you grabbing her there then? I was helping her up. Really? That's a very unprincessly like. Hey, the princess doesn't care as long as she gets up. Oh, as long as the job gets done. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm I'm with you there then. So, um, the. Something happened last week. What? Metallica. Hmm? Metallica put out an album. Yes, it did. Yes, they did. And we went to the uh, the global premiere of 72 season. Yes. Yep. And uh, being a, uh, for all intents and purposes, a high-tech listening party yep. um, at, the, at the movie theater. Yeah. And, yeah, the, they have, I think... Probably more hits than misses on that album, in yeah. my opinion. Um, but like I said, they they've been doing this for forty years or something years. like that, and they might be running out of things to say and how to say it. And yeah, they you know they've kind of you know they they stay in their lane. Oh, do they? They, they don't. They uh, <clears throat> you know, especially especially Kurt. Yeah, if. One key. One key, yes. Like, Scammy filled us in on the uh, the guitar uh, prowess, yeah. I guess you would say, of one Kurt Hemet. I don't know if it's an ability thing. I think it's more of a, this is all I want to play. At, this, at his age, you know, yeah, he's, this long, I don't need to. I don't need to. Yeah, but after a while, like, when they came on strong, they had four strong albums out of the gate. You would think somewhere along the line you would ex- you would expand your your repertoire of keys, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. If that long, yeah, yeah. I just didn't realize how long he's been right. that way, right? So, so, like I said, when they started Metallica, they were what eighteen, nineteen years old, or the something sounds like of it. That. Yeah, I don't know much about their history, but I know they were young, right? And they still, and Kurt still, <laughs> still will not yeah. expand. That's that's pretty crazy. The just them introducing each song and you know giving their perspective on it and everything mm-hmm. was, was really showed them in an interesting way. Like Hetfield just felt like just a dude, 
Just just a dude making music. Yeah. Hammett almost came across as like awkward. Like they are nerds in their own right. Like James James and Kurt are guitar nerds. The only really true, truly cool, cool person on that is Robert. Yeah, well, yeah, he had the best dancers. Yeah, and then and then the fucking narcissistic little goblin that is fucking Lars Ulrich. Oh, he's just manic. Oh yeah, like just jittery. Yeah, I don't know if it's cocaine or just ADHD when it comes to uh, Lars. Column A, column B, probably. Probably, but he's just. It was on Robert. He made there was one song in particular that he said like this is our surf song. Yeah, and I leaned over to him like you told me they were a surf band. <laughs> well, it was funny. It was it was uh, a clip of one of the Metallica concerts, and in between songs they'll hit the stomp pedals to shut off the the effects for the guitars. Mm-hmm. Well, James forgot to turn the distortion back onto his guitar, and he started to play. And it didn't have the distortion. It was just a straight guitar, and it was fucking surf rock, if there ever was surf rock. And he even said it. He goes, uh-oh, need distortion. And he stomps on the pedal. Right to that get was it. like lifting the mask. It, you know? Almost it was. I'm sure there there's a... Oh, no, hours, they're on to us. Yeah, hours and hours of tape from the, uh, the rehearsal hall where they just like... Let's do Beach Boys stuff. No, nobody so. ever wondered why. And every rider, they had to have a surfboard available everywhere they went. <laughs> no one understood why. Nope. They just thought it was a weird rocker the, thing. The curtain gets yanked back viciously. <laughs> <laughs> but all in all, um, I did. I did make the observation that the that one, the one director, he did four or five at least different so, videos 12 songs there were at least seven full videos yeah and then there were, there were a few that were just like weird visual styles yeah. almost like watching the old uh was windows the, amp win amp and whatnot. Yep, the visualizers when you i was thinking yep. the exact same thing when i was watching this <laughs> and the and one like, that was just black and white lines and stuff like almost i i feel like we might have been hit with subliminal messages in there i actually napped through that one <laughs> It was just like I was watching. I was watching the, the like the black and white patterns, and I was like, "Oh, I can't do this." Yeah. And it was just like, "Wake me up when Luxaterna comes." Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, that one hurt my eyes. But yeah, that director Tom Scavetti or Scavetti uh, or something, Gassenti or yeah, yeah. He he definitely has a style and a look that he likes to go to, and I uh, I I. I think I made an I have an observation regarding that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so Metallica got a nice little bump from Stranger Things, right? Yes. Those visuals, yes, look an awful lot yeah. Stranger Thing like. Yeah, they said that when when Luxaterna first came out, there was a lot of people went, huh? And they're like, <laughs> you noticed that too, huh? So it was it was definitely something. They that are a was, surf uh, band. They're riding that wave. You may as well. <laughs> Like I said, no, it was no, like, I'm not faulting them for it whatsoever. No, 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 they, no. If they, it works, said, work it. They've been they've been in this business for a very long time, and said they need different gimmicks to get them over. And they they have a demographic. The demographic they'll always have that demographic show up to listen to whatever they do, trying to grab the kids by putting uh, master puppets into 
Stranger Things. It was a stroke of genius. Mm-hmm. And why why not? You caught that wave. Ride that wave until Absolutely. you get smashed onto the beach with something. So and it was good. I, I liked it. Um, some of the stuff was it maybe nitpicky, not as strong as some of the stuff that I did like off that album. Sure. But 72 right. Seasons is a good Metallica album. I, I can't judge because I'm not that hardcore of a fan, but I enjoyed it. You know, every song, the groove got me, you know, uh, and I'll, I'm going to say I was not a big fan of Lux Eterna going into this. Yep. Like I, I hear it every day on the radio and it just hasn't been working for me. It's growing on me. Yeah. But I think I dig 72 seasons better. I think I, I like the title track a little better. Mm-hmm. There was one, I think it was uh Suicide Scream. Oh, Screaming Suicide. Screaming yeah. Suicide. Uh, when I v- first heard that one come out, I think like it came out like a month after Lux Eterna came out. And I'm going like, oh, new new Metallica song off this. Let's, cool. Let's give it a listen. And as soon as it started, I went, holy shit, this is Motorhead. And, it, and when James's vocals kicked in on this, I'm going, wow, he is doing his best lemmy that he could possibly do i'm pretty sure that's the one that robert's flat out said that he said, yeah we're totally going for like a Mo- motorhead yeah, vibe on this yeah. one so he said lars lars is a massive motorhead fan and yes somewhere along the line you were going to get motorhead into into that into that album well, and it, it, it worked i yeah, i yeah, like that song's pretty stuff. that song's yeah. pretty badass so they had some that that 10 minute one that they did Enamorada. Yeah. Fucking long. But it didn't it wasn't um I was expecting it, it to uh shift long. like one does. You know how where one yeah. has that vibe shift? Yeah. I expected this song to have that and it did not have it not to the level that one does. Yeah. There one one's a fucking weird yeah, yeah. weird thing. So like I I tried to um the the tone shifts that you get in Metallica, especially on the earlier albums, that is due to Cliff Burton. Mm-hmm. And when when Cliff died, the music changed for obvious reasons because right. Cliff was the guy that did a lot of the 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 uh, writing and composing. Okay, so like the first three three or four albums was Cliff. I think I think Scammy said four. Yeah, and then after that, it's it switched to Lars and James. Right. For, well, yes, Cliff for, passed away. I yeah. think Scammy said they were on tour or something, and bus accident. Or yeah, something. it was just a freak bus accident and stuff like that. But yeah, um, I like it. There's I'm, I want to go through the rest of the songs in a little more in depth now that the the whole album has been released. There were some of the ones that caught my attention. Um, I can't recall them all offhand right now, but there was was a few. It was more than half that I liked out of that. I I, I don't know if I'd listen to the whole album again. 72 Seasons, definitely. Lux Eterna, I'm not turning that off. If it comes up on my playlist kind of thing. Uh, Screaming Suicide, I I think that one I'll I'll be pulling out once in a while. Yeah, Son of Darkness. Son of Dark. Oh, yeah. Uh, if darkness had a sun, if, here I yeah. am. Um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't I mean, bad. It was a little weird for me. I don't know. 
I, that one. That was the visual, like the castle visualization yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, that was. It was an interesting aesthetic choice to go with for that one, mm-hmm. and oh, I, I, like, I think giving them a, a good honest listen on their own. Ding. Oh, ding! Yeah, get the get the bingo cards out, kids. Um, it, it will it'll it'll give them a a fair fairer shake. Instead of like watching them on the big screen at first blush, and there was something off on the audio mix, I found on that one. On no, like on the whole thing because I did expect it to be a little more like because we are in a theater setting. Now I realize this wasn't like the AVX or anything no, no, like that, no, yeah. but still, I did expect to get a little more oomph, oomph of, out, yeah. of the, out of the music. And I, yeah, yeah, I expected more. From Devonshire, and it, it like, seemed to be lacking. I, I think the guy in the booth obviously was not a Metallica fan because yeah. he he would have cranked it up. Shit's too loud. <laughs> so old Harvey was working that yeah, night. Yeah. You like, damn you kids! Well, did you notice? Like so they put that at the farthest end of the, uh, the yeah. theater, yeah. away from there was like not a single other attached theater to no, it. Normally, every once in a while, you might hear a little rumble from next door or whatever. Yeah. No, we didn't hear shit. Nope, nope, <laughs> no, no bleed through, no nothing. But I, I, I liked it. it was I was, cool. I was kind of hoping for like uh, another through the never type experience. Yeah, I had no idea what to expect, and I, I kind of was too, given yeah. that that's kind of their history. Yeah. But... Well, oh, their history is one. Well, well, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like. You, you, I kind of expected them to lean on that aspect of how to get their 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 album out, but it's it worked. It was it was a giant listening party. It was a yeah. global listening party. Yeah. So yeah, I'd be curious to know what kind of numbers they pull. But they also, you know, that was when they revealed the tour information. Yep. Which is a massive tour. Yes, it is. With that two-day event in Texas, I think it is. Coming up for, that's in August or July? June or August, June, July, somewhere in the summer. August, somewhere around there. Two night, two week, a weekend in Texas. Yep. Both nights will have separate playlists, and it's in the round. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> like to do the in the round style. They do? They yeah. Do. Oh, yeah. I guess that's how they did it in the Through the Never. Yeah. Never. And and in uh, Death Magnetic, they did okay. the, the stage, like a stage in the middle of the... Uh, they still do the whole faulty, you know, a, a, a roadie gets torched kind of... Do they still do that gag? Uh, Not at the concert that I went to. Okay. But, like, Through the Never was, they even said it, it was, like, Metallica's greatest bits. So mm-hmm. they did all the stunts. That, that they, was a callback to their old, an old gimmick, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. All all the things that they did were, were callbacks to stuff that they've pulled on stage before. So Through the Never is a fucking badass. Video. Yes, it is. Yes, that it wraparound is. story just fits yep. everything. Yeah. But and so that was that's why I was like the anticipation was like, oh, are we gonna get one of those? Yeah. Like what kind of what other story is, is Dane gonna get himself into? <laughs> like the 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 horseman. Oh hang, yeah. Hanging people. He's back. He's back. Yeah. <laughs> no matter just because he disintegrated doesn't mean he can't reintegrate. Exactly. So. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of reintegration. You like that segue, did you? Time to go there. Oh, you know what? What? I hope I don't get sued. What? What are you doing? What? Uh, reaching. There you go. I hope I don't get 
Oh, you were done watching MASH? We picked up some MASH audio there. Um, Colonel Potter. So, so, um, you did something yesterday. Uh, uh, Yeah, I guess I wasn't the only one that did something yesterday. Well, yeah, we went on a road trip. Yeah. And um, you went to Guelph. Yes, Guelph, Ontario. Because... Because, because you you're a glutton for punishment. Well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, you, you felt the, the siren call of the ring. Um, no, it wasn't the siren call of the ring. It was the um, the need to exercise a demon. Okay. And I was uh, the last time I was in the ring. It, it's. Like, I did not hide this information. I got injured pretty good. Mm. <laughs> and I said I felt uh, extremely robbed of uh, of something that I wanted. Uh, some and, semblance of a final farewell. Right. And like I said, I did not want to finish my career in that fashion. And... Up until, well, a month and a half ago, I firmly believed that it was it. That was the ending I was going to have to live with. <clears throat> because there was no other shows on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And well, GWN's home built burnt down. Right, right. And there was, every time we talked to somebody else, there didn't seem like there was any interest in running shows. And I was like... I guess I'm stuck with the ending that I got. Mm -hmm. And as bitter ashy as that tasted, like that's the way it was, the way it felt to me. It was just not, not the way anybody would want to end a career. I would believe. And it was one of those ones like, okay, this is going to end on an injury thing. That's what did it. And I'm just like, I feel robbed. And about a month and a half ago, word come down the pike that GWN is going to was going to do a show in Guelph, uh, a charity show, put on by one of the local fire halls to help support one of the, I think it was it one of the children's hospitals so, or yeah, it was children's charity or something. Yeah, and I was just. Sean was contacted, and I believe they was like, uh, the question was like, where's Mike in all of this? <laughs> and <clears throat> Sean did get a hold of me. He goes, um, they're doing a show in Guelph. Do you want to do it? And I'm just like, uh, let me think about this. Because it had been, what, a year and a half, almost two years? No, about a year. About a year. About a year? year, yeah, year maybe like a little more than a year. Kind of lost track of that time. And I'm just like, uh, after much hand-wringing, and I knew the abuse I was going to take from from people for saying that, yes, yeah, I want to do this. I'm I'm guilty of that. Yeah. So I I I I said yes, I'm going to do it. I had to commit myself to do this. It was month a month out 
almost exactly a month out when I said, yes, I'm going to do it. Yeah, and I don't know how long after you said yes, you messaged me, hey, what are you doing on April 15th? It was almost immediately. And so I had no plans. You told me what was up. Yeah. And then less than a week later, hey, what are you doing on April 13th? (laughs) And I said, praying that my friend doesn't hurt himself again. On the fifteenth, yeah, everybody. <laughs> that that was the uh, the general consensus. I'm just like, oh, I remember when you mentioned it on here, and <laughs> did you tell Maggie yet? No, I see. <laughs> but here's the thing. Um, I didn't injure myself. I know so much as I got victimized by somebody who probably should not have been in the ring. Considering just by, based on his clinical eyesight alone, right? Exactly. He should not be yeah. stepping. There, in there early. was there was a bunch of factors. We've already got, I've gone over this ad nauseum, and I had decided that this was going to be my redemption story. Well, I uh, spoilers. I want to say yes, it was. Yeah. So okay, it it, it was a fun night. First yes. off, okay, that that show was fun. It had a few surprises. It had three triumphant returns. Yeah, one of which I didn't even know about, and I was fucking there. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, there was that was the one we we kept that that one kind of under wraps. I didn't want to ask because I didn't know if there was you know he, he was like legitimately he was he was just going to be there just to. Just hang, hang out. Really? Say hi, hang out. Yeah, we know how that will. How exactly. That will we said, ask Copeland. Yeah, ask Copeland. Uh, see. Dude didn't even bring gear. No, no, and that was a thing. I, I I asked him when he came out. I had had my trunk open. I go, you bringing your gear? No, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to work. <laughs> yep. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, nope, not going to do it. Not going to bring my gear. I don't want to have that temptation and stuff like that. <laughs> what temptation? <sighs> The dude folded faster than I did, so. It but was, it was so baffling how quickly mm. it happened. We're there maybe ten minutes, and yeah. then Don comes out the door and he goes, "Oh, say, all right, so match one is going to be uh, Copeland versus Alex, Alex, Alex the Great." I say, "What? What? Oh, hold on, hold on, yeah." You, you did a double take. Yeah, <laughs> because I knew. I said Copeland quit because of serious injury right and when he i knew he was serious when he didn't bring his gear and then that faded as soon as the building came in view (laughs) in my estimation although as i heard uh, pulling up to the building the fact that wrestling was not on the marquee yeah (laughs) that's an old saying that's an old timer's I said, if you if you if you drive up to the building and you don't see wrestling on the sign out front, just keep driving because there's nobody going to be there. So, um, so you picked me up at two o'clock and I asked how you're doing. And you're, oh, I'm anxious. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then we have the drive up, which <laughs> is just all- listening to you guys go. Just you guys just go. <laughs> all see, your stories, all your history. That's see in the car is where you learn the most about professional wrestling. I've heard that in every single autobiography I've right. read. Right. And that's what a lot of people are missing nowadays. 
Like we we've we've put other wrestlers in the seat that you were sitting in and tried to give them the education that you absorbed. And as as a non wrestler, we should charge you like twelve hundred dollars for the education <laughs> you received. So but that's the thing. Um you learn by talking to the vets and listening to the stories and mm-hmm. like the if anybody anybody else listen to the stories about the shit that we put Copeland through coming up, it was you'd be like, Why 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 are you guys such assholes? And to me, I answer is uh you have to be tough mentally and physically to do this. Mm-hmm. And if you're, you have to be aware people are going to abuse you and use you. And it's more than being able to take rejection. Yeah. Like you have to be able to take like vitriol, mm-hmm. like just that can spew because you're either too good at what you do yeah. or you're not good enough. Most, most likely the case you're not good enough. Wrestling fans and I'm, I would imagine the people on the inside as well. If yeah. you're not taking it seriously and you don't have what it takes, they're just going to rip you apart. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we, being like me and Sean and Danger Boy, heap the abuse on Kid Copeland because when he did break into the business, he was still a teenager. Mm-hmm. So he was very young. And the whole idea was just to toughen up that skin a little bit and uh, get him ready for whatever's going to get thrown at him inside this industry. And he came through with flying colors. He's he's his own man now. Yep. And the... <clears throat> you know, there's zero chance of any sort of animosity no. or, you know... Hurt. No, he appreciates what you did yeah that was the whole that was a whole part of the test too if you can't take this abuse if you can't take this the ribs because we accepted him into our group he was already in right now we just got to see like all right can he can he hang can he hang so he's a prospect, right? It's, exactly. That's the idea. Mm-hmm. You're a prospect. You got to work your way up to the patch and he's patched. The, the four of us said that we called ourselves the click and we said the Chatham crew or something like that. And there's, there's a lot of people had a lot of things to say about us, <laughs> good, bad, or otherwise. So they couldn't they couldn't find fault in our wrestling. Our wrestling was top top notch wrestling. Okay, by am I biased? Sure, but I will say that yes, uh, every show that I've seen of yours, with as the rosters go, you guys do generally have the best ring work. You you know your matches for the most part make sense compared to everybody else's. Yep, you know, yep. like that you've always I've always seen that. In am I biased? Sure, but. I like that. I know what I know. I know what I like. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know yeah. what looks good to me. Yeah. And see, 
getting into the match itself from from Saturday night. Do you want to watch it? Uh, I kind of do. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to just go right to your match? Uh, No, let's do it. Saturday night, uh, Guelph, Ontario, GWN. Um, it is a uh, a charity event for put on by one of the local fire fire departments. Yeah, uh, Bam Bam. Bam Bam. Yeah, Bam Bam's a firefighter. His uh, his fire hall uh, hosted this event. Um, Copeland. So, yeah. <laughs> Copeland walks up as we pull into the thing, and Don the Booker goes, "Hey, you're going to be wrestling." Alex the Great. Do you want to wrestle? <laughs> yeah. It would, no, the question was moot. Really? Yeah. Okay. It really, like, it, there were there was no, like, <laughs> hey, do you want to wrestle? It was like, is code for got your gear, get your gear on because you're going first. And Copeland gets in there, beg, bores, and steals all the gear that he had like he, wrestled, he had nothing he wrestled in cowboy boots that's what he came into the show in, like it in the car with <laughs> everything else is stuff from other people he pulled it off pulled it off because why professional professional well, let's see what his return yeah like. so uh, apologies the audio on this sucks because i'm still learning how to use that mobile rig and i kind of was eating the microphone <laughs> um and i suck at commentary i i i fully admit that i want to be a ring announcer not a commentator well i think uh, there's a lot of fact you were also very into i was well, trying to watch while recording yeah it's yeah. yeah i'm not used to that so that's, that's fine all right that's so fine. here fine. we go this is copeland's return The pretty bad boy making a surprising return to the ring. Again, the commentary is. Yeah, so, Copeland is now dressed all in black. He has look at that strut. a curly look hair mullet. Hair, the pretty bad boy. His his pit viper sunglasses on, and he's strutting to the ring. Oh my goodness! In his best Michael that. P.S. Hayes esque. Free bird. Uh... About an hour before the show, I was sitting on the opposite side of where this angle yeah. is here. And I was just sitting on my phone, just chilling. And I look up, and a glint of sunlight coming through the door on the far side, which was leading to your quote unquote locker room area. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a glint of sunlight caught my eye. I'd look up just in time to see Tim. Doing the the free bird free strut, strut through the door, flipping out the hair, yep. like it's like, yes, he's back in his element. Yeah, when when Tim Tim turns it on, <laughs> it's yeah. on. Now, uh, do we want to talk about the show and in general the ring announcing? There's a that's Alexi Krushkov. Alexi Krushkov, he's a specimen. He is a physical specimen for sure. And that is a specimen. One <laughs> heck of a Russian meatball right there. Yeah, he uh, think, he is green as grass. But pretty bad boy. He uh, he no, definitely he, has a look. He, Vince, that could would, make... Vince would look at him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. This here is a just a basic vanilla cake with a sugar glaze. Really? Yeah. Okay. If you're interested, I'm interested. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. So, Alexi Krushkoff versus the pretty bad boy, yeah, Tim like, Copeland. The crowd. This, uh, 
comeback thing here. He's uh, definitely second guessing himself. Yeah, right now. so it's a pretty bad boy here. Is firing himself yeah, yeah, up. Does a, up. Does a couple quick couple bell. squats to warm up. There's the bell. Oh. <laughs> so the crowd oh. has no idea. No, Lexi looks no. the ring announcer was kind of weak. We didn't really nice. play them. Nice. So big, strong. Big strong lockup, big push off by Alexei Kreshkov. Somehow, what? <laughs> Pretty bad boys claiming he got his hair yeah, pulled. All day long, all day long, Copeland. All day long. <laughs> I, I don't think we're going to be seeing a Rocky Four situation here. Well, okay. Tie up. Maybe the Apollo Crews match. Big push off again. Pure power once again, just tossing them just like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, so this is this is going to be a lot of uh, Tim not getting out of the corner here. <laughs> that, that's the, the battle scream. Yeah. <laughs> oh look! Out, look oh, 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 the big atomic, atomic drop. drop. That's it. His, <laughs> His head oh, almost hit the ceiling. Atomic <laughs> drop, and he won't be having any more children now. And oh, oh, big shoulder tackle outside. <laughs> nice. Here, listen. Now, this is 2023. Are we going to see some 2023 wrestling? No. Somehow? I think not. <laughs> if you don't know what that means, I'm not going to try to explain it. I tried. I really No, no you're doing good. You're doing good. Well, yeah, Alexi. No, the, the chase is on. Sort of. This is like the slowest shuffle the chase. Tim, the way Tim's moving. <laughs> Look at... I think he's trying to sucker him in here. Yes, yeah. he is. Yep. Yeah. Oh, got him. Wiley oh, veteran that Tim is. The stomps. Can't trust that pretty bad boy. He's he's slick. <laughs> he's slick. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> did he awake the Russian bear? I think he did. Just laying in the boots. No, the crowd. Yeah, the crowd. The crowd does not under, know who to cheer and who to boo. Oh, oh, oh. They didn't even have an intro. Hey, welcome to the show. There's he just a- comes out here. The first match is this guy and this guy. So, Cope, yeah, pretty bad fine. boy, Copeland. Yeah, Alexi Krushkov draped over the second rope, choking him. Exactly. Big kicks, clubbering to the back, the massive back Big. of Alexi Krushkov. Oh, oh the, knee. the knee. Take the wheels out from him. Doesn't matter how big he is. He's going to go down. Oh, no selling. The Russian. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Straps come Uh-oh. down? Nope. 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 He's just. Big. Oh, no. The fighting spirit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The Russian bear has woken. Stalking Copeland into the corner. Oh, what do you get? Oh, oh, massive beal. Just again, just tosses him like he's just just a sack of potatoes. <laughs> oh, Ooh, big Larry in, in the corner. Uh, the Irish whip to the other corner. Oh, big oh, shoulder oh, tackle. Just he bounced pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Tim's always been a really good bumper. And yeah, this, I think this comeback may be short-lived for the pretty bad boy. <laughs> He's calling like well, I see it. Here. Oh, oh, nice, oh, nice. Just, just, 
Up he goes. What goes up? Show him around. Nice. Old school body slam. Yep. Oh, no. Cover one, two, kick two. out. Kid Copeland is not done yet. Now he's choking him. Oh, wow. Who's the bad guy? Who's the good yeah, guy? Exactly. Oh, Russian getting a little angry here. Uh, kind of stealing from the pretty bad boys playbook. Oh, oh the big bear hey, hug. Russian oh, bear shaking him. Oh, and he taps out to the bear hug. The Russian bear was just too much. Let's see Krishkov. Defeats the returning pretty bad boy. It was a valiant effort. It was a valiant effort. And so the crowd goes wild because they don't know. They don't know who to cheer for. Yeah. I uh, he just he crawls his way back to the bathroom, and I stay well in the hole. I'm way. I'm in the back, and I'm talking to somebody, and the door opens up, and I'm like, "Who the fuck?" And I see Copeland come crawling into the back. I was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Watch, watch. You're almost there. You're almost there. Three feet. Three feet. Two feet. (laughs) Somewhere along the line. He's alive. Alexi's waiting to get to the back because. So there we are, oh. the, the triumphant, well, not so triumphant return of well, the pretty bad boy. A, a, <laughs> an effort from the pretty bad boy was put forth, and is that Alexei Krushkov was just too much for the returning pretty bad boy. Well, he, he, his muscles did have muscles, so. Yeah, they said Alexei is uh, he's a very... Put together specimen for sure. Like you said, like he's a physical specimen. Yeah, absolutely, Alexi is a physical specimen. So, yeah, it's not that much of a surprise to I said I, I wrestled Alexi once. Um, yeah, it was actually it was me and Bam Bam versus Alexi and the bully, uh, Pat Muldoon, and. That dude is strong. Yeah. Let me tell you, because he, he grabbed me the one time and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Slow <laughs> down, son. I'm not used to this. You are not going to do what you think you're going to do here. <laughs> That's when the old Wiley veteran <laughs> showed up. So <laughs> Slow down there, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're not quite there yet. Slow down, my friend. So as the card continued, there were a couple other matches. Yep, yep. You know, um, and... Uh, then there was the surprise. So I did. I wasn't even prepared to record this match. I had to quickly put together after the reveal that Danger Boy, Danger Boy, had made a return. Yep, the and surprise, we had a surprise return of Danger Boy, who came out to Bad Bone like, again. The, the, they didn't. They mixed up the music. And the fans don't even know who's who. No. His but, kids uh, came up to this, this Danger Boy afterwards and called him Mad Dog. Uh, Danger See, this is straight up Danger Boy Danger trying to get the crowd on his side. Right 
Um, that singlet that Danger Boy is wearing uh-huh. is mine. Danger Boy had less gear with him than Copeland did. No, he had his mask at least. No, that's not his mask. That's not his mask. That's Mantis X mask. Oh shit! I didn't even realize. Yep. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yep. So, oh. So we got you got some wrestling here by Danger Boy. Uh, he's got Ma- Mad Dog Mike Emery on the mat, grinding him down. Work, trying to work like that front face lock. I like Mad Dog. Mad Dog, yeah. yeah. I've I've I've, uh, I've enjoyed his work. I like playing with him. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. He does interact well. Yeah. No, he reverses out of the neck breaker. Yeah, front face lock by uh, Danger Boy. Snap mare. Still maintaining control. Yeah, no snap mare. Yeah, here he's just he's just mashing the A button. Yeah. He has a record of seventeen in a row. Really? Just yeah. Rolling him. Just roll him around. I think that's five. Him down. Yeah. So oh here it is. Oh, oh. <laughs> he heard about that. <laughs> that double stomp. It was so oh. This is the worst part about it was he he double stomped him and he <gasps> then he looked down and he realized oh shit I'm still on him <laughs> stay on because him, he's you, stay on him usually like when he oh, double stomps he he'll slide off oh. yeah, yeah. Oh. just hammering down right, mad dog oh, oh diving headbutt headbutt to the lower back oh, oh. It's gonna take way more you than got that some to take a Batman camera ride. angles off for the heels going. <laughs> Heavy. Hey, two, what? Cameraman and commentator, come on. Only two, only two, puppy boy. I don't everybody, to be either. Everybody wants to be part of the show. You're gonna have to do uh, a bunch of things. So, two kick out by Danger Boy. Can't, just can't finish. Just too cocky. Oh, oh, it's all going for an armbar. Wrenching back. Yeah, so See, working I, the arm. I wanted to swing around to the left here, but I didn't want to get in people's oh, way. Oh, he's biting him. He's biting him. You could do that. Like you said you're you're the you were the official Again. official <laughs> cameraman know, for. Mad Dog had his I needed shots. a press pass. We don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Slow down a little bit here. That, that looks like a choke. It looks like a choke. Your chin lock, actually. Your uh, commentator. Uh, yeah, it looked like the uh, the did forearm the, was did, going under the neck more. Did, did the ref do, do the, the? No, check? he didn't. No, no. Oh, but it, it just looked like it was going across the neck. Well, there's some there's some bias going on here right now. Just saying, just saying. Oh, oh no, no, Danger Boy is still alive. Look, I know what Mad Dog's up can be up to, right? He's a nasty character. He is. Former GWN champion. He's feeling the power of Danger Boy Mania. Danger Boy Mania. (laughs) 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 Backdrop suplex. Mad Dog comes down hard and escapes to the outside. Got some old Gordon Soley going on right there. They go full count. Yeah, they go full count. Oh, full nice. Count. They may as well. You got, you got the time. 
Danger Boy must get to his feet. Danger Boy showing signs of life. Mad Dog almost there. Danger Boy, yep. Rush still should be oh, counting there. Oh, he, he, he paused. He certainly did. And when Danger Boy got to his feet, he started back at one again. Okay. <laughs> sure. This crowd doesn't know what yeah. the hell they're doing. What are we going to do? What is Danger Boy doing? Oh. Front face lock. Is he going? Oh, oh backdrop. Oh, Mad Dog backdrops out of it. Danger Boy is down. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're experimenting. You're flexing different muscles. Uh, it's not, uh, uh, I was food, just trying to no say words. Way, no way. <laughs> Need so much. I'm not good at reacting to shit. Come on. You're just just your reactions are fine. You just what? What? My dog got planned here. He's trying to. He kept trying to Danger make the boys crowd. In trouble, double yeah. underhook. Oh! Ooh. Takes him over with a double underhook suplex. It could be over. No! Danger Boy still in this fight. Yep. Still in this fight. Danger, Danger Boy right here is baby facing so really hard, trying to get people to get behind him, be trying to here. get the sympathy. There you go. See? They're cheering for him. Yeah. But they're cheering the wrong fucking name. Yeah. And I wasn't quiet. People could hear me. Yeah. And they weren't correcting themselves. No, because they they weren't sure. Just choking the life out of him with the rope. Using every last millisecond of that rest count. I still one of one of the first shows I saw. And DB, I can't remember who it was. It was they were kicking the crap at him, and he's hugging the bottom row. I'm the next Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> he does this thing where he'll he'll, he'll grab the the, diving the bottom in the middle rope, and like he'll hug him, and he'll wrap his legs around him. He calls it the crazy koala. He can't put him away. And like he just he just What's he's wrapped himself What's he around do? these ropes, and he, he just can't pry him out of there. But why? Cause his heat. <laughs> oh, Big the stomp. puppy is is upset. Big stomp. Leg drop. Big elbow drop. That's called Kogan. How that feels? No, 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 no. <laughs> Still alive, Danger Boy. Danger Boy is not done yet. Mad dog. Got some. What, what's next? Ooh. Drops the elbow. Hard elbow drop to the back of the neck. He may have knocked him silly on that one. Oh, he's going for. Oh, oh. Oh, working the arm. Slamming down on the arm. Knees to the arm. Yeah, he, he, he nice go for the cross face. Yeah. Because he is from Edmonton. Yeah. Get for a free one. Two, no. Oh, see, he's just too damn cocky with those pins. He's not, not hooking the leg at all. <laughs> Such a rookie mistake. <laughs> and I know he's not a rookie, but it's a rookie Listen, mistake. He tail off, off and like, oh, I don't want to get Come heat. On there, <laughs> <hubby boy." laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
really I don't know how much he likes me. Like, yeah, we've talked a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Do I dogs? He recognizes me. He recognizes you. Yeah. Here we go. Back to the court. Oh. Big chop. Irish whip. Off the rope. Nope. Danger Boy hooks Danger the rope. Ah, oh, DDT. Big running DDT. Big move out of nowhere. This oh, terrified me. Oof. No. What are you doing? If you look, his one boot, the laces have come undone. Oh, oh diving headbutt. Diving headbutt from the top. Danger Boy hooks the leg. He hooked the leg. Yeah. He hooked the leg. <laughs> yeah, that could be bad. I remember uh, training Dick's one time, Dick's and uh, I was wrestling with D- Danger Boy. And what we had not noticed is his shoelace come untied. And I went to give him a uh, vertical suplex. Take what I out. didn't realize was I was standing on his shoelace, and I went to do the snap suplex, and it was like uh, nobody went anywhere except down. It turned into like a snap and, uh, DDT. Oh shit! Yeah, or just like oh shit! Like you okay? I'm good. Okay. It's like oh what happened? And like, oh your shoelace. Yeah. My word on it. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, folks. It's <laughs> waiting for danger, boy. Uh, yeah. There you go. So, so yeah, that was Danger Boy's return. <clears throat> yeah, that was a. Uh, he had got a hold of us on uh, on Facebook on a, on a group chat. He goes, "Oh yeah," I said, "I I plan on being there for six. They're like, "Okay," and. It was, he, he messaged us saying that he was on his way. And then Sean gets on and goes, bring your gear. And like, he's like, I'm on the road. Yeah, and already. he got there at 640. I asked him like, yeah. when did you get here? Yeah. He said 640. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, uh, he gets in there, he starts, he's talking, saying hi and everything. And he goes like, and Don goes, uh, you want a match? <laughs> And he's like, I don't got gear. I said, well, neither did Copeland, but he got a match. So we started scrounging gear. At first, he found he had a mask, um, some somebody's gear bag. Like this fucking mask was in the bottom of somebody's gear bag, and it was ugly. Really? Yeah, and it was like a beat up silver quilted type thing with like red around the eye, like uh like lining around the eyes and the mouth and like did it look like uh, spider-man's like first test yeah that he made something in- like that <laughs> and we're going like oh no get rid of that <laughs> and then i asked sean if he had his mantis x stuff and he goes oh i got my mask yeah i did yeah. not even recognize it it's been yeah. too long since i saw mantis yeah well well mantis went back to uh tijuana north dakota ah okay yeah not sean bro okay no, no, I wasn't asking about Sean Brown. That's what I meant. But, but somehow, some way, Sean Brown did. After Mantis X went back to Tijuana, North Dakota, he did uh, secure Mantis X's mask. Oh, I assume for his I, personal. I'm, I'm assuming Mantis X probably left him just laying around all the way. I heard he was kind of a slub. Hmm. There was stuff all over the place. 
<laughs> yeah. So it's good to see DB back into the in action. Um, I said after a little, afterwards there was a we were talking about the double stomp. And we're just like, dude, what? And he goes, I <laughs> fucked up, that kind of thing. But it was it was a pretty brutal double stomp. Um, Mad Dog was feeling the effects of it after the show. He was <laughs> laying down. And there's part of the part of the, the dress room was like a billiards room. He was like, it was cool, and the floor was cold, and he's lying on his back. He's like, ugh, you okay, bro? I will be, that kind of thing, so... Yeah, so it was a a rough night for uh, Mad Dog Mike Emery, but he got the Duke, so it kind of takes a sting. He, he lost. Oh, that's right. He lost. Double darn. Yep. Damn. Yep. That but really does. Sometimes hurt, that's how it goes. Yeah. 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 Well, so then, so then we not... had the semi-main event of the night. Yep. Main event in my heart. Wow. Uh, we had the those, those in the know. Here we go. The. Joined here on commentary with the pretty bad boy uh, for this momentous return match. You know, I'm just excited to be here, you know, uh, throughout my career, I've wrestled up four men in this match, but I can tell you right now, all my matches between tap out were no walk in the park. They are a force to be reckoned with. Absolutely. I say absolutely. Yeah, I caught myself. It's your it's your it's your connector word. That's what like instead of mm or ah, or, uh, you go absolutely. That's how you string your you string everything together. So, and again, the, the ring announcer. Oh, yeah, Tomer and Buck, but he called them Tomer and Shalumi. <laughs> it's Tomer Shalom and Buck Gunderson. <laughs> All we got was tumor showing something like that. Like, <laughs> and Igor Sonomanovich. Oh, no. He called him Igor Sonomanovich. Igor Sonomanovich. He's a pretty big. Yeah. Pretty big boy. Warrior, the Warriors of Freedom or? Soldiers of Fortune. Soldiers of Fortune. Yeah. The paper tag team champions. Well, into this match, it was all right. Said no, no, we, they never, no, they never won those titles from the no, champ. The the titles had to be stripped because of lack of defenses. That's the rules. <sighs> not my tag champs. No, if the titles are not defended, they have to be. No, nope. if you don't lose it legitimately in a match, you never lost the title. Connects with them on a deep, deep level. I just hope they have some hand sanitizer on hand for that microphone. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that, uh, that microphone, if it took a head to Titus' test, it would get an A2B and a C. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim was on fire. Oh, yeah. I knew I wasn't going to be able to keep up. Oh, you're... <laughs> I just tried to let him go. Yeah. Chirping just... when I could. There he goes. First, he tries to... He shits on them. Then he tries to butter them up. Thank you for the firefighters. Yeah. And then he shits on them again. Yeah, well, it's a true heel right there. So, Sean and I, trying to, like, we're going, like, okay, we're not going out that door. Yeah. So you had to work the maze. Yeah. And then when we were, where we were, we couldn't really hear the, the music. 
So like we're going, like, is it playing? Is it playing? what's going on? And so you know, Team Papa are my boys, but. I don't know who's gonna be. <laughs> we are about to find out. It was just the fact that they found a little more in the tank to come and take back their titles. <laughs> you know, you'd like to see always your titles. Always your titles. You know, they've been together 25 years. You know, they've given it all to the sport of professional wrestling. They've left it all in the ring. And. Uh, I just want to see if they have what it takes. I believe they do, but we will see when the bell rings. See, I can't even hear the music in this. Oh, oh, you're incognito? Oh, got it, got it. Nate didn't want to be on camera. He didn't want to join. But I guess uh, like two seats over from Copeland was Bam Bam's sister. Oh, okay. She was loud and animated one night. Yeah. During Bam Bam's match. Oh, I thought she's at one point she looked at me and goes, This is gonna be you and me next, pal. <laughs> See I'm waiting for you guys to come through that door. I know. I, that, that's the whole thing. That like that's that's the door everybody goes through. Team Tap Out does their own thing. There's, your music. There's the music. Yeah. Yep. For whom the bell tolls by Metallica. Still waiting, looking at the door. Still yep. waiting. <laughs> we let the anticipation build. You let it. You just don't go throwing the macaroni into the water as soon as it starts. Look who thinks he's Roman Reigns versus Sammy. <laughs> That's why you really did it, didn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? No, I, we couldn't hear the music. We didn't know. We honestly, we did could not hear the music at all where we were. So we started like, like, is it on? Nobody could obviously because every other person, there it the is. ring announcer, had to go and open the door. Yep. Uh, yeah, he wanted to do the Sandman entrance. Yep. Next time you're gonna come from the parking lot, sure. Dude, if we could have made sure one of those doors had stayed open, we talked about it. All you had to do was ask. Sean, yeah. Were you were, were you really nervous at this point, or were you just in character at this point? Just in character. At this okay. Point. I, I wasn't sure if this was nerves or. Yeah. Okay. No, I just said I before we started this. I said I was. Iron Mike got a little something to prove that a little broken rib ain't gonna hurt and take him down. Doing uh just doing push-ups just to burn off some of the the nervous energy and stuff like that. So. But I gotta say, having suffered both ribs myself, it is no easy injury to come back from. Oh. And you gotta wonder, is Iron Mike at 100%? Oh, here we go. A sneak attack from the soldiers of fortune. I will post these videos, all three of them, onto the Three Nose Podcast uh, yeah. Facebook page. Okay. So they, I will get them up there right after. Okay. So, yeah, a big start with a big wild brawl. It was kind of a. Uh, Team tap out staple right here. I was so say, 
<laughs> See, you were too close to me yeah. when you swung that chop, and I instantly felt it. Right? <laughs> I was kind of getting the 4D experience there. Well, it was it, as we were, it was, we we switched off just kind of smoothly like that, and Buck was down there, and it, it, his chest was right there. I have to chop him, so. Yeah, you guys, you worked well together with him. Like, yeah, this match, this match went really, really well. This is the first time I had ever worked with Tumor or Buck. So. Okay, so this was like, and you just got into the ring for the first time. Yep, but we're still not sure who's legal. No, because the, the technically it would be me and Buck. I do believe he rang the bell when just the two of you were in the ring. Right, so technically that makes it. Me, me, and Buck. Yes, but then the ref gets all confused. Yeah, takes control and starts chucking dudes out, and, and that's what that's what Copeland says. He's right around here, he's like the referee's trying to get it under control. Yeah, the referee has lost all control this night already. I don't know whether he's coming or going. Okay, settle down a little bit. Yeah, you should have been legal, but. No. Hey, nope. No, I got I, because I think I was in the ring first. I was the first one to be thrown out onto the apron. There we go. Now. There we go. Here's that padded shooter's punch. It almost looks like a backfist. A little bit of column A and column B kind of thing. He just hits you with like part of his arm. He just swings it at you, kind of. Well, you're not as supposed as, to use a closed fist, right? As like Stan Stan Lance, or Stan Hansen does that Texas lariat. Sean just throws an arm out at you. Wouldn't you be absolutely? You know, like I said, settle down, settle down. We go into wrestling. Oh, Dalton jumps in, double team. Well, you. You you caused that. How did I cause that? Listen, Copeland calls you out for it. Your over exuberance hurts your opponent. Yeah, maybe. You know, Buck is not afraid to take the cheap shot. It's all he's got at this point. He's not going to be able to match shooter with power. And some more dirty tactics. The ref in this match was fantastic. A fantastic referee. Seemed to be he, he, he seemed to be right where he needed to be at all times. Yeah, didn't really see too much of it confused outside of that first little bit. Didn't he didn't seem to be confused at all. No. No. He knew exactly what he was doing. He just just like a good a good referee helps make a match. Oh, yeah. A lot of people don't want to give the referee oh, enough credit. So, uh, how do you like the 14-foot ring, Mike? I fucking hate this 14-foot ring. I mean, Shooter could have tagged you from the other corner. Yeah. Like, at one point in time, Sean is in the red corner, and I'm standing on this side of the post. I'm like, I am way too close. And I actually 
go around the post to the far side to give me distance <laughs> to, to yank back the curtain to help build the drama of uh, him not get not being able to get that tag. That'll stiffen you up. PK to the back. Does it hurt? Hmm? A PK to the back. Does it hurt? Uh, only if it's done with the toes. Like it, it's you get you're getting okay. kicked Everything's in the back. Everything's gonna hurt in some way. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're you're getting kicked in the back and. <laughs> What about a Suzuki PK? He puts a little more sauce. <laughs> I thought we were about to get the, the referee, you know, kicking kicking Igor out. <laughs> no, we needed Igor out there. Hey, Igor does his job. Yep. Yep. So me and like I said, me and the ref are sitting there talking. He goes, are they, are they doing the double, double team? I said, yep, still doing the double team. So, <laughs> Can I look at? No. Nope, don't look nope, at? Don't no. look at you. Said, keep, stay on me. Stay on me. See right here. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, how close I am here. I realize how close I am. And you can probably see, like, there it is. Right like, there. Nope. Yeah, I can't be here. <laughs> He telegraphed it. Yep. He, he's dropping the knee pad like that. It always does it. He's so close. So close. Yep. He's so close. He just doesn't have the energy. Yeah. I was, I was, I was, I, I, I was reaching out, but I was pulling my <laughs> shoulder back. As much as I, um, I will say, of all the shows that I've seen here, um, this probably had the most back rakes. Yeah, <laughs> back rakes are making a comeback. I yeah, see. Yeah, so there was a lot of ta- lot of discussion about back rakes in the, in the back about this. So <laughs> I didn't see them for years, and then Moxley started using them. Yeah, and uh, now they're back again. Uh, they're in vogue. What's old is new. Again. That's right. This is a John Moxley is a. Uh, is a, is a trendsetter. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not. No, no, no that's not saying a lot. No. Shooter needs to make this tag. He is. He's the heat is on Shooter right now in a big bad way. Ground down. Yeah, taking him down to the ground with that front face lock, getting him on the mat. Said if this was a fresh shooter, down on the mat with shooter is not a good place to be because he's a, a submission expert. He's just gonna maul you. He's gonna maul you, and then said you're 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 going into the the deep water with a crocodile kind of thing. So or you know the deep woods with a silverback. Yes, or something like that. <laughs> oh oh! I want to see Tap out taking home. Tag's almost there. I'm reaching. He's pushing. I'm reaching. I can't just not quite yeah. Tomer, Tomer. Oh. <laughs> I love this bit. I do. I always the, do. The, the fake, the, the false tag. Yep. Yeah. Where the referee will say, I didn't see the tag, so it didn't happen. But yet, right after that, the heels do the same damn yep. thing, and the referee accepts it. No. See, I'm on the apron. And I'm I'm engaging the front row by saying, 
they saw the tag, and the ref is going, and like, I'm pointing, like, right, you saw it, right? So you engage the audience in this. I don't know if your mics, your mics aren't really picking up how loud it was in there. No, no, they're, they're, because they're very directional. Yeah. Like that. Violence in mind. It looks like it. What is going to There's that, yeah, there's the blind tag. With a big jawbreaker. Yep. But he's able to make the tag. He's able to make the tag. No. <laughs> <There's> that, <laughs> like, we thought for sure that was it. Yeah. We thought for sure. No, we still got a little, little, little more heat to build here. Oh, and I think we only ever saw one apron spot. Oh, that's good. In the Bam Bam match. And all that was was just bouncing the guy's head off. We Well, no, I did that to Buck. We did the, a little apron stuff on before oh, we started. Oh, it was on the other side. I didn't yeah, see it, yeah. I don't think. Because, you know, I don't know if you heard, but the apron's the hardest part of the It of definitely the can be considered the hardest part of the ring, especially in this corner right where I'm pointing at right here. There's no fucking padding at all. It's like bare, bare plywood and steel in that corner. He's on fumes right now. He's giving it what he has, but there's not much left. He needs to make that tag. But again, you got to give credit. He did a good job of cutting the ring off. Yeah, Copeland's calling him out. Call yep. them up for it. Yeah, yeah, they're, 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 yes, they are showing why they are the GWN Tag Team Champions. Oh, you're giving them the fucking props, are you? They're, it's the only time I really acknowledge them as a champ. And here's the hot tag. Iron Mike comes in like a house of fire. Big lariats. And... Big belly to belly. That looked good, actually. Another big shot. Oh, here we go. Boom. <laughs> That's what do you, what do you double exploder? Double exploder? Yeah. Ta-da. Listen, listen. That's me. <laughs> I had no idea, man. That was awesome. <laughs> I was all in, champ. Was oh, all in, awesome, awesome. Thank you I very did, much. I, I honestly wasn't expecting because you know I thought you're done. Like, yep. so. Oh boy. And he's going to make it the biggest mistake. Of Jamie couldn't give him a belly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was, I was, I was getting ready to. When I saw, I saw him coming in, and then the ref grabbed my hand to raise my hand, and I'm trying to turn to face Igor. Sean was already there, ready for it, and then I was like, "Oh, he got the punch." Would Igor would have let you suplex him? No, no, it was always, it was just gonna be the punch, yeah. No, as I said, Igor's no, 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 no. Oh. So, <laughs> and then I had to do this. Yeah. Team champions, and the crowd goes mild. Well, they pop pretty good. The they crowd pop was good. better yeah. in the second half. Yeah, the crowd was so up good. for they... you guys. And right here, I had to do this. 
Team Tap Out? You just won the GWN Tag Team Champions. What are you going to do now? We're going to Disney World, of course. <laughs> 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 oh, here we are. Team Tapout rides again into victory, into the sunset, and into the sunset. Yeah. Well, well. No. And, and, no. 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 That is. That was my last wrestling match. All right. So, okay. All right. Yeah. So now what? If they do pick up and roll more. Will you still support? Will you still come out? I'll come out. I'll support. I will not wrestle anymore. All right. So, do I hold you to that? Uh, yeah. If we go and then, we'll and, go. And, and you and you pull a Copeland, do am I allowed I, to give you at least a finger wag? Guarantee. Just nobody, a finger no, wag. You can finger wag me all you want. Okay. Um, but I won't bring gear, and nobody else's gear is going <laughs> to fit me. <laughs> that works in your favor. It works in my well, favor. I don't know. Angus is a pretty big boy. I'm not wearing Angus's gear. <laughs> if at most, I will manage. I won't get in the ring. All I right. will not. Okay. I will not get All right. in the ring. Just I will do my best, Arnold Scotland, and if, if even that, I would. I will sit at the the commentary booth and do commentary. There you go. You so, should, well, okay, I, I, and I didn't even bring it up. Don brought it up to me afterwards. Yeah. And said, "Hey, you're you're the one who was talking about the ring announcing, right?" So he brought it up to me. He yeah. remembers that conversation. Yeah. So that could be an option. It is definitely an option. But as and and I, none of this is on you in any way. But I flat out told him, if you're not here, not there, I'm not. I won't do it. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I would not be comfortable if you're not. There. No, it, like I would go. I'm going to go, but I will not. That's if anything happens, right? You know? There, like, there's no guarantees. Like, like I said, it's a mighty big if. Yeah, and there was no, there was no indications one way or the other after the show what's going to go on. So this could have been the ultimate one and done. Right, and if this, if that's the case. Uh, that's a good way to go out, I believe. All right, then. Game over, man. It's game over. This has been the Three Nose Podcast. Thank you for listening. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Y'all come back now. Yeah.